listening to the latest episode of the SP NHL podcast with your host, Cuban. All right, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, on the uh, episode today, we're going to cover uh, some uh, lead in to the end of registration and uh, kind of the timeline of how things are going to be going for us because after uh, Friday, um, things are going to come hot and heavy for GMs. Uh, and uh, and for rookies and for scouting and everything else leading into the draft on the seventh. Uh, so with me tonight, uh, my uh, always co-horse, uh, my partner in crime, and and always uh, my sidekick when it comes to these shows, Reeps. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? And uh, and then of course uh, a staple to the SP community, the Godfather himself, SA Plusman. What's up, boss? Hey, fellas. So. Uh, so, guys, here we are. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday. I'm probably going to end up posting this on Wednesday. Um, but, you know, uh, registration numbers have grown in the last week. And uh, where are we currently sitting at, boss? Uh, as of earlier today, I was counting roughly 172, 173. Uh, there's still about eight or nine that I'm vetting to make sure they're not second accounts uh and then we'll go from there but uh as of right now as, as long as everything works out uh, we should be at 172 ish and how many teams does that end up being <clears throat> that will end up being 14 teams and how many gms do you currently have in the stable <clears throat> currently we have 12 uh that have been assigned a team there's a uh, t- spot for two more currently but uh I'm going to wait until I can officially call it because if I have to remove those nine people, then we're not going to have enough for 14. Right. And, uh, and, and reaps man, uh, with, with everything going on with the amount of registration and stuff, how's, uh, how's ca- uh, scouting and camps going for you? Um, I mean, as good as any other season, um, you got some that are responding, some are showing up and some that don't respond and, don't show up. It's the same thing usually. So right. You found that did you? I I even only ran three camps, uh, three games. Uh, everybody showed up. I did have a goalie who almost didn't show because he was doing some tournament, but he ended up showing up on time anyways. But yeah, but it's normally uh, the same. It out, What's that? I say it's normally the same people. Like yeah, I know you had Arrow and you had a bunch of your guys, and those were like pretty much all the exact same guys that came to one of mine. Right. Um, no, I, I was actually surprised by a couple of players that I was scouting that uh, I kind of, I put them in there just to, you know, let them scout. I was like, yeah, these guys probably aren't going to be what I'm looking for, but they end up being pretty solid. We actually dominated a couple of teams. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, uh, I've had the discord chat up and guys joining in and posting positions, but it's a lot of the same guys posting the same positions. So I got like four guys that are goalies, yeah. uh, four or five guys that are defensemen, um, and then, uh, you know, one or two other guys that, that are, uh, a winger or whatever, but for the most part, you know, uh, I only had a couple games last night and saw a couple of the goalies play that were in my discord and then, uh, uh, had Shane who's, who's pretty much, we've all seen, he's a, a solid player, uh, but he was playing forward. And then obviously reaps, you were running with me for a little bit, but, um, the guys are joining the discord. They're, they're not really chatting it up. Um, trying to start conversation, trying to get some leadway into what they want to play, and and uh, most of the positions are are pretty much the same. So, 
uh, hopefully, uh, you know, with the upcoming days, uh, some of the, uh, the the rookies, you know what I mean, will uh, start chiming in about wanting to get some games as we get closer to closing registration and getting closer to the draft. Ideally, a few that I've I've made a, a point to, you know, introduce myself to all the new names, a lot of them that came in just to kind of get my feel, but um, – a couple have been asking about camps and when they're when they are. So there's some interest, I guess. The problem with Discord is there's so many of them, and when you join one, the first thing you do is mute it. Yes. So it's hard to really get attention out of people uh, when they got your server muted all the time. But well, that's why I posted um, my own team Discord in the page because in this way they don't get chirped at from like a TC channel or <clears throat> looking for game channel. They can be in the team channel. They can post what their availability is, and then we can work from there. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And plus, it shows activity. It shows that they're willing to – for me, it's like if you join my Discord channel, you're already 50% on my draft board. Like I'm already looking at you right off the rip because it shows that you want to be drafted. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so with that leading into – so we have registration closing one on Friday, right? Yes, at 8 p.m. And then uh, once those calculations are done – uh, and you find out how many teams we're going to have, let's just hypothetically <laughs> say we're going to have 14, right? Because that's the goal. But let's just yeah. play it out, 14 teams. Um, at that point, the GMs will be notified of their cap for resigns, correct? Yes. Um, so we'll figure out what the, the overall team cap is, um, which point will also give us our resign cap, which will be 45% of that cap. Um, and then this year we will be doing a, uh, the rookie or not the rookie, the free agent unsigned, um, re sorry, let me rephrase this. So it doesn't make so a resigned draft. Resigned draft of the unsigned, uh, yes. roster players. Correct. Uh, it's a little different this season, uh, because of last season we had, when we introduced that resign percentage back because we had initially taken it out when we added this re rookie draft thing or this uh, resign draft it was okay because we could just everyone signed one player and then they did the draft and didn't and we all grabbed one guy and everything was great once we started in, uh, putting in this percentage stuff that's when it got a little foggy and, and uh, <clears throat> we had to make another adjustment because you would either sign one guy on your roster and be uh, ineligible for this draft or you would have to waive your whole team, which was okay, but the problem was anybody who did almost had a guaranteed better team to start with because there are so many options to fill their resign cap with. Right, uh, and, and also you can't resign guys that you let go. So it exactly. isn't like, okay, I'm going to let go of uh, Reaper and I'm going to sign him back in the resign draft. No, you can't take any of the guys from your roster. So you're literally starting from scratch. But yeah. So I've, uh, I've tweaked it a bit this time around, and if you re-sign somebody from your roster, you can still enter that re-sign cap. If in the event that you only have one guy or two guys or whatever, instead of you know suffering through taking one guy while everybody else takes three or four, you can still go into this re-sign draft, but for every player you sign, you are forced to bypass a round. So if you're going with one guy, you're not picking until round two. If you're going with two, you're not picking until three. Right. And Reeps, what's your what's your thoughts on on the new uh, on the new twist to the resign draft? Um, it's interesting. I I, I kind of like it. Um, <clears throat> it. It should help out 
um, more GMs that may have a little bit more cap but can't always sign an extra guy to their team. Um, so they might find somebody in, you know, the mini draft that's, uh, you know, the cap friendly to their re-sign and be able to grab them instead of pretty much being screwed, only be able to sign one. So I, I like the idea. I think it benefits you 100%, dude. Like, I think for you that you and, and Cupid always together, it, it helps you go outside of the guys that you've already kind of kept on your roster and, and kind of had their salaries kind of worked into what you got. Now you can go outside of that, know what you got to work with and, and add something of value to you without having to risk losing them in the draft or the re-signing trade. Yeah, like there's that aspect, which I like, but also the fact like usually every season when I re-sign Coop or maybe left with, you know, anywhere from two to four million, which, you know, isn't a whole lot for another re-sign that I might have on my team. So this gives me the option that if we want to go into that mini draft in the second round and we want to go after somebody that could be, you know, in that price range, that's a good, decent, solid player. We're going to be able to have that chance now to be able to grab that person instead of hoping he that person doesn't get grabbed. And then we got to wait till the actual draft day. Right, right. So it's kind of nice. Kind of also helps the other teams, too, that are that have that buddy who's not really your pick, but you don't want to lose your buddy so you, or your captain. So you want to take him and still have an option in that re-sign draft instead of being forced to take that one buddy or captain and then you'd be screwed for the, until the draft. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, so it's a nice little switch. I like it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what it does. <clears throat> I think it's really the only option you can when you have a re-sign percentage cap. Otherwise, someone's getting screwed over. Yeah. Absolutely. So then after those re-signs are are declared and then we do the re-sign draft, uh, then uh, at that point the draft board gets set, right? And then come uh, Tuesday, we're we're all draft ready at that point. You bet. Um, Something else that a lot of the newer GMs won't know, but there is a – because of the way we do rookies now with the slot values, that is not factored into the team cap. So to balance that out, once we see how many veterans are left in the price range of those veterans, the rookies will be assigned their value per slot based upon what's left on the board. And teams will be granted a uh, rookie bonus cap, which is basically, uh, it can range from anywhere from like a mil to four mil extra added to their team. Come draft, yeah. Yeah. And that's to allow grabbing extra so rookies that are more expensive so just just to explain it a little bit um and correct me if i'm not explaining it correctly so as a rookie you come into the league uh in the first uh is it five rounds first uh, up six seven seven in the first seven yeah, rounds seven. well not each... six technically the seventh round everyone is everyone round. Yeah. so the first six rounds each pick will have a rookie value cap next to it. So if a rookie gets drafted in that position, that will then be their current salary, not the rookie salary of 500000 yeah. yeah. All right. So everyone understands at the draft, you'll see a dollar on the board, amount on the board next to a pick. And on that draft, a dollar isn't going to be what that player's worth. It's if a rookie gets drafted in that position, that then becomes their salary for the season until after the season and you get re, re, reevaluated with your, your you know, cal- calculations in the formula and given your new salary. Yep. Exactly. I think that uh, was also a great addition 
because yeah, there was so tons right. of five hundred thousand dollar players in the past going in the first like ten picks that are from other leagues coming in under other tags or or just uh you know hadn't ever played and now are coming in and have done well and and guys are bringing them in to to scoop them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're picking them first overall in the draft, there's a reason for it, and you're going to pay for it. Yep, yep. That cap will hurt you. Yeah, yeah. So um, that pretty much leads uh, everything uh, up to the draft, and uh, and then of course uh, the season will start the following Tuesday on the 14th. Correct. That is correct. I was going to say Monday, but yeah, you're right. Tuesday. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on uh, and on a now uh, different note, uh, there was a, a change uh, I want to touch on with SP uh, in the form of a logo. And I don't know if anyone's noticed that I've updated the podcast logo, but uh, we have a, a new updated logo for SP, correct? Yes. Um, credit to, uh, to Reaper here and actually... Um, um, Castro. Uh, Castro from from VG. They uh, they put their minds together and designed something for us. Yeah, no, I uh, I I seen it yesterday and absolutely loved it. Saved it and uh, changed the logo this morning uh, when I went to upload the uh, newest podcast episode. So, which is odd, uh, funny because once I've changed it, I started getting a lot of suggestions <laughs> there's been a lot of logos handed in um some of them pretty good uh i might just throw up like a big community looking <laughs> poll just to see if anybody likes anything particular i personally like the one that we have the best so far that's my personal opinion but we'll see what everybody else thinks as well uh, there's a lot of logos coming in right now Wait, listen, I, I think you should just to, just to see, you know what I mean? You know, throw that logo with all the other ones that you've been getting uh, tossed your way. And let's let's let the community have a dab at it and see if they may uh, may tweak your air interests a different way. But I like the logo. I think it looks really, really clean. It looks sharp. I think it looks pretty sharp, to be honest. Um, so the next thing I want to uh, talk to just talk about is um, stats. Right. I just want to throw some stats out there. Um, is is there a reason why we don't do API stats where it captures it? <laughs> Excuse me. What, yes. Don't choke. Yes, there's that has been on our plate for a while. Um, <clears throat> we do have it in the works. Uh, it's just it's a lot more complicated than it than it needs to be with uh, the way our website is. It's uh, it's not compatible, let's say, without a lot of tweaks in the coding. Okay. Uh, Mike, our T guy, Mike, uh, or Michael, depends on who, who you ask, but he he was working on it with El Rookie, and unfortunately he had a kid, so his time has become very limited. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it is still on the docket, and it's just kind of – it's lost a little steam at the moment, but we're hoping that he can get some time to get back into it and finish it up for us. Yeah, I believe he just needs to do some testing, if I'm not mistaken, and then we can implement it, but I don't think it's quite ready yet. All right. I was just curious because, you know, I, I, I know I'm, I'm – like I've seen the conversation in, in the room, and obviously everyone's busting stones on too slick about stats and stuff, and I'm, I'm as guilty as anyone else. I'm a little <laughs> lackadaisical. Um, 
because of, uh, you know, just work and everything else. And by the time we get done games, it's 11 o'clock and Cuban wakes up at 430 every morning. So I'm not really looking at doing stats at 11 o'clock, 1130 at night. Yeah, no, the reason I laughed is because I get asked that quite a lot. And it feels like I it feels like for the last year I've been saying it's on it's common and it's common, but it's just it's, it keeps every time we took a step forward, it, it just peters out and there's always something else that gets in the way. I, I wish I knew something or someone that I could just be like, hey, do this for us. You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. Yeah, we do know another person, but he's looking for monthly payments for it. And we're like, nah, not quite. Monthly payments? What? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, so we're not probably going to go that route if we can help it. I mean, if there's a one-time fee, I'm, I'm down for a, a contribution. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'm down to put in. Believe me, I'm down to put in. But a monthly fee, like, that's, that's kind of – that's ridiculous. A- unless M wants to do it, Reaps. Does Miss Reaps wants to do stats for everybody and we just pay her a one-time fee? <laughs> yeah, she did that before. And, uh, I know, I know. That's why I'm tossing it out there. This time she'll get paid, though. One season, right? <clears throat> one season fee, $10 a GM. Yeah, 1000 bucks. <laughs> All right, you guys, you know where the donation button is on the site. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. I'll Venmo you the money direct. <laughs> the MPI. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, um, the uh, the next like I guess the next thing uh, I want to I want to kind of talk about a little bit too. Uh, Reeps, you were kind of bringing it up a little bit before the show. Do you want to take it from here about that or? Oh, about uh, the merchant stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that wasn't it. There's yeah, something else. no, there's something oh, okay. else, but we we definitely yeah. Well, you can bring you can tell, bring that up after. No, I uh, I know um, a lot of people. You know, since I've been with SP, have asked. You know, are we ever going to get hats? Are we ever going to get shirts? You know, are there any hoodies? You know, and stuff like that. And I'd mentioned it to Plisk a few times throughout since being here, but nothing really. You know, it was kind of like a yeah, you know, we think about it, you know, type thing, but. Um, I've been talking to Pliss. We're I, I, we're still you know figuring it all out, but we have a few ideas of possibly bringing like hats and shirts and hoodies into it, um, and like having like the logo on the front with you know like a player's name that he uses on the back of it with their number type thing, oh, or like yeah, or possibly you know the team that they're on. If the player they, you name? Know, <laughs> you want to go that route? <laughs> I've yeah. seen some good ones. Yeah. <laughs> You know, have a logo on the front, either like a small little one or a big one in the chest and then have the player name on the back. Or, you know, uh, if, if you win a cup, you can put, you know, in your sweater, you know, what seasons you've won it kind of thing. Um, you know, just different little things like that. Like I've had a couple of people, well, actually more than a couple, a few now have come to me and given me ideas that they'd like to possibly see. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's something we're, we're, we're still talking about. And, and uh, hopefully you know, in the future, we're going to get it, get something going. Well, I, I, I'm a hat guy, so I'm definitely going to uh, maybe put together uh, like a couple of hats on uh, this one site that we have used for our travel baseball teams. Because if, if anyone doesn't know, uh, I have uh, a plethora of children and they play sports and uh, they do travel and, and they always design hats every year. And I kind of put my little input in that. And there's a website that I've used a couple of times and maybe I'll put something together and post it in the chat and see what guys think. Yeah, man. Or maybe you and I can get together one night and... Uh figure some ideas they don't put it all together 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's, uh, it, I mean, a lot of leagues are doing it. I kind of overreacted uh, when I had seen us post something about it and then I seen it in another discord and I'm like, what the hell? And they're like, well, no, Cuban, yeah, we're I just, already doing that. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I think we're it's late. a good idea. Yeah. I think it's a good idea because, you know, a lot of people like that kind of stuff, um, especially if, you know, that's their go-to league. Um, and, you know, it also helps give money back to the league so that way you can help. Cause I mean, Pliss does it all by himself. Right. So it kind of, it helps Plisk, you know, put that money back into the league, you know, for people who want something better done to the league or this added to the site, or you know what I mean? It just gives options to help out and yeah, stuff like that. This out there. It'd be nice to get uh, our brother Lion, which was an awesome pod the uh, last episode, by the way. But uh, we would love to get him full time for all their games if uh, we can scrounge enough coinage. Yeah, listen, the guy, the guy, you know, he uh, he's highly asked about. He, you know what I mean? He's he's requested out there. <clears throat> Oh yeah, highly sought after. So I was lucky. I was lucky to to pencil him in for for the ten fifteen minutes that I had him. Uh, the the I think the merch is is definitely uh, like you said, Reeps. It's it's a way to contribute back, a way to show our, our uh, you know support to the league and to Plisk and everything. I like it, and uh, definitely it's something we gotta just continue to keep focused on and. And kind of get the wheels going on it. You know what I mean? Right now it's at that like infancy level. We could just gotta throw a little more gas on that fire to get it going. Yeah, exactly. Um <clears throat> uh the uh the last topic obviously that I have uh before I turn it over to you guys to cover anything you guys want to talk about. Um uh there was a lot of talk about last season. Um I, I again, I don't want to get into a detailed, lengthy discussion about it. I just want to touch on this because I already gave my opinion uh, in the Discord yeah. chat. This is a, a completely different episode within itself. Uh, but the 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 thing that uh, Reeps had, had brought up, and I had seen, uh, we we have now instituted last season a trade committee. Am I correct? Yes, uh, exactly. We. Uh... Has it been only? I feel like it's been two seasons now. No, I think uh, it was just yeah. the last season, wasn't it? No, no, I think two seasons. Just, yeah. yeah, this will be our third coming up then. Because it it actually helped me out. Uh, my my small trade committee story that that ended up uh, as I will say the value of the trade committee. Right, as much as people want to talk bad about it, I was the uh, GM of Calgary a couple seasons ago. Uh, I, my team was going through it, and I had a couple unhappy stars that weren't giving me good availability. And I was looking to kind of upgrade. Uh, GM had reached out about acquiring the players. And I said, let me get player A and player B for my player A. And they said, no, that's way too much. I said, okay. Knowing that we have a trade committee, I said, What's, what is it that you think is fair? And he says, I think this and this is fair. I said, okay, post it. Knowing that I have a trade committee to back me up on this. And lo and behold, trade committee denied it. So then he comes back at me and says, I want player A, player B, and player C for player A. And I said, no, I think the first trade, player A and player B for player A should work. And I'll throw in player B. No, that's, way, that's, that's no, not fair. I, I need three, these three guys for that one guy. Okay, let's do that. Denied. Comes back at me. I guess we'll do your trade, player A and player B for your player A and player B. <laughs> and it went through, and I turned my season around with that simple trade took three days and three three different denies before he finally agreed to it but it made me feel happy that i knew one i was getting value and i wasn't being greedy it wasn't like i was giving these guys away for nothing 
but in the same respect that GM was trying to get something for nothing and it didn't work out in his fashion. So I love the trade committee in that aspect when it works. Yeah. And that's the thing I get when you're dealing with a committee, it's all personal um, opinion. There's no way anybody's going to be hundred percent right. There's no way that I can see the value of I'm a prodigy the same way you do. It's, it's impossible. And, and, so as long as people can get through their mind that it's going to be potentially never agreeing with you, it's not that you're wrong. It's not that they're wrong. It's just there's an, uh, there's a committee who collectively think that this guy is worth more than what you think he is. And that's why your trade is not going through. But unfortunately, the reality is we don't look at it that, that way. We see it only as I'm right. These guys don't know what they're doing. It must be it must be fixed. Yeah. So where do we stand currently with the trade committee going into season 42 with new GMs coming in, um, new rookies, a uh, whole new, you know, kind of breath of fresh air style approach to SP season 42 on NHL 22? Uh, well, the, the only change currently that we are looking at um, is the addition of uh, extra members. Uh, the reason for this is I don't believe in kicking guys out because of their role, especially an owner. Uh, anybody who's been here long enough knows how owners are and how rare that you can find them. <laughs> and the same goes for anybody who's willing to do a, a, a shitty task that gets nothing but flack. So if I can find the combination of those two groups and they're willing to do the job, I'm definitely not going to punish them by kicking them out. I don't want to do that. I'm trying to avoid it the best I can. <laughs> and, and make sure you have may thick happen. Skin. What's that? I said, and make sure you have thick skin because they will come after you. Yeah, they'll come after you for no, no matter what. Even if you voted with, they won't. <laughs> no, they'll still come after you. Um so anyways, I'm, uh, instead of kicking out the owners, because obviously the biggest community gripe is an owner being biased or, or making decisions based on his position in the rankings to try to sway other teams become weaker and, and, and give him a better shot, basically. So I'm going to add non-owners to balance them out, one for every owner that's currently in it. As the owners leave, I'm not going to replace them. I'll just get, get it back down to five or whatever. It, uh... <clears throat> but for the time being, we're just going to add a counterbalance to it. And then at any point, a player or an owner is involved in that trade. Uh, they won't have a say. We'll use the extra bodies to do the extra voting. And, uh, Reap, you've, uh, you've been um, <clears throat> more in, in line with what's uh, been been going on with the trade committee in the aspect of being a GM uh, where I had been off uh, a season or so. So what's your thoughts on, on how we're, how Plissy is approaching it? I like it. I mean, I, everybody, you know, has their own opinions on certain people in committees. Oh, you know, this guy's biased because of this or this, but in reality, man, like me personally, I, I try to look at that, Whoever the player is, regardless if it's, let's say, Fish, New Jersey, uh, uh, Smirk, uh, God's Planet, it doesn't matter. I always try to look at their season's performance up to that trade. And I, and if, you know, if it's kind of so-so, I try to look back on, you know, the previous season and when they were with a good team. Like, I try to balance it out just with stat-wise and stuff like that. That's, like, what I try to look for. 
And I mean, and to see, you know, if it's a fair trade, obviously, like if, you know, you know, if it's like, you know, an Adam for a smirk, you know, in my eyes, that's fair trade. They're both very, you know, top end players and they're both, you know, each team is getting something out of it, you know? Right. But basically I try to go off the salary. <laughs> I can either at the present salary mixed with, you know, the season prior and then go off that with, you know, whoever's involved, you know, A, B or X and Y, you know what I mean? You almost need Plisk like a uh, trade formula where you plug in the players' names and it has values to each guy and it calculates green or red. (laughs) That's like you do with Madden when you put the things up and the computer (laughs) back, it's green or red. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and and have a little bar going back and forth about how close or far away you are from getting it to, to getting it approved. Yeah, well, it's like a you know, a, let's say a, a nine million dollar player being offered for two players that are worth two million. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just I kind well, I, I try to look at stuff like that, like salaries and availability too. Well, and- that's where I was going to go with it, right? So you got the nine million guy getting traded, but is the nine million guy the guy that played all forty five games last season, or is it the nine million guy who's only available this season for? three a week and he's barely making two of those games and now you're stuck with him for nine million and you're not getting the performance but you're getting two four two million guys that are going to play nine a week and are performing maybe at a four million salary each so now it's really you know what i mean like you got to take more into account yeah well that's the thing too because like you know we had an issue last season with something similar to that um you know i was mistaken on, on on some of what i thought but you know, uh, we had a player that signed up. I think, uh, if if I'm mistaken, wrong place. I think it's up to six, maybe nine games a week. And uh, I guess he just wasn't happy where he was at, and he asked to be traded. And he only gave availability of three, which wasn't really fair when that came through. You know, me looking at it as uh, as a trade committee, it's like, well, man, like you know, you just spent a good draft pick on this a player. And now he's not happy. I get it. People are not going to be happy on certain teams because their buddies aren't on it or the team's just the chem's not there or just nothing's working. But, uh, you know, it just came to the point where, you know, a GM wasted, not wasted, but felt that, you know, he kind of lost that good end pick that he spent to get that player. And because that player wasn't happy, all of a sudden it was like, well, yeah, now you're only going to get me this day for this many games. So take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Um, So, we had to try to figure it out and, you know, the GM wa- wanted something done too. Like he didn't want to, you know, let that player be able to go to a different team and all of a sudden, Oh wait, he can play nine now. Like, well, wait, how's that fair type thing? So Plisk, I guess, I think it was Plisk that had the final rule on it and, you know, yeah, the player wasn't happy about it, but at the end of the day, I mean, it, it worked out where, you know, that GM didn't feel he was getting screwed <laughs> over and the other GM got what he wanted, regardless of how many guy, how many days that guy was available for. Right. So, yeah, when it comes to players who do that, the owners, before they trade them, can lock them at their current set availability. Even if you register for nine, but you're only given three, an owner can set you at three max and then yeah. trade you or release you. Hmm. So there's always something like no owner will ever be unable to handle or, or feel like they're going to get, they're going to lose out on those if they're willing to take that 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 move but if they're looking to get <laughs> value out of it they may not do that they might try to get those a couple of two mil 
guys that are going to show up for them. Yeah. And honestly, that's their prerogative as well. And I think that I think honestly that might have been one of our weak spots as a committee, uh, and that would be the inability to see what a team needs instead of what, what what's best for the player. Yeah, like, like I understand where you're coming at with it. They're not looking at. <clears throat> They're not looking at what that owner and that team is in dire need of right now as they're forfeiting games. They're just looking at making sure that they're getting equal value for the player that they're trading. Yeah, yeah, and I think that can be good for the most part, but when it gets to those situations, I, I think there should be some wiggle room and, and flexibility with the committee. But um, we we had a few discussions last season. A lot yeah. of them got did work out. That was probably the reason a lot of people saw – what they consider to be really good trades get rejected and really bad ones in their opinion, get through. That's probably because I, uh, I had a conversation and I was able to convince everybody to mind on it. But beyond that, it's not, it's not very easy to do. Everybody has their opinion and it's going well, to impossible to make everybody happy. Uh, you're never will. And I think uh, just for touching base on it, uh, I appreciate it. And obviously I, I am very serious. That is a three day damn podcast to talk about trade committee stuff, uh, right. which I will, I will gladly do, uh, you know, later on uh, at another date. But uh, I think just to, to fill everyone in on what the situation is and kind of give a little light in day, night and day uh, stories about how it can work out and what you're looking to do to, to situate the situation in the 42. I mean, that just, you know, shines some light to everybody. Yeah. Um, with, uh, with that, <clears throat> I'm looking at closing up the uh, episode. Uh, Reap, you got anything for everybody out here? Yeah, I just wanted to correct Fish on your last episode. Uh, it's not uh, one in eighteen. Uh, he's a thousand, <laughs> a thousand to one. You know, with his wins, I mean, it changes all the time. So I'm just giving him a thousand. So get it right uh, next time, Fish. A thousand <laughs> to my one. Okay. <laughs> I got my eyes on you too. You might be coming. You never know. Uh, play defense this season. You see that? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking yeah, and I'm playing goalie. I, I believe it. I believe yeah. it after watching you play last night. I, I see that coming. Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> Plisk, you got anything? Community out here? Uh, no, I, I just, you know, try to get into those camps. I can't stress this enough. The, these owners, they want to see you. Um, drafting is Tuesday uh, at 8 p.m. You can find it in the Discord. There's a channel dedicated to it. Just come in, check us out. There will be a show, I'm understanding. Uh, you'll be able to watch that, I assume, on Twitch as well. And beyond that, uh, only a couple more days to go. And uh, can I just say one more thing? Sure, absolutely. To all the people that are listening and all the messages I've received, no, I do not hate fish. Me and fish <laughs> are cool. We don't have problems. We talk I can, a lot of shit, yeah, but I can at the end of the that. day... At the end of the day, Fish is a very talented player. He can put the puck in the net. It's just a, you know a little rivalry that we got going on. But I mean, we've been playing together. You know, I have no issues with the guys. So, for those of you that keep messaging me, no man, we're cool. Me and him, we're cool. Yep, I saw it. I witnessed it. They're, they they play together. It's all good. I uh, I, I, I and that's and nothing for nothing. Like he ha- he is the the player that I wanted to interview first. Man, like that guy is a top notch. And controversial as controversial comes, and I love the guy to death. Buddy, think about it. Reef and Fish, two of the most craziest people oh, that absolutely. get in the league. That episode's coming. So uh, we, we, we just like to hype up the room sometimes, you know, get everybody going. Like, ooh, the fat end. 
you know, but in reality, it's no, we're good. So uh, for for me, just to let everyone know, uh, uh, details for the podcast. Obviously, uh, I just did that uh, la- that interview with King King Lime. Uh, the, then we're doing this episode that I'm posting for Wednesday. You'll be hearing this on Wednesday, uh, and then after that, uh, I'm I'm going on hiatus until the following Wednesday or Thursday uh, because after the draft, I'm going to start grabbing GMs, and my goal is, is to do a draft podcast. But in segments, one G, each GM just to talk for about five or ten minutes about their draft, their team, and what their their like forecast, what they think their outcome is for the for the upcoming season. I think uh, every GM will uh, have a, a nice little forum. It'll be a nice, probably be a longer episode for everybody. I try to keep these uh, around thirty minutes uh, max. I know uh, it kind of runs a little bit over, but. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I think everyone will want to listen to that and I'll segment it. So if they just want to listen to their GM talk about their team, uh, it'll be listed in the uh, podcast so they can skip right to their GM and listen to what their GM has to say, or they can listen to the duration of podcast. But that's uh, in the coming next podcast after this one, the uh, after draft, the post draft GM analysis of their team going into the season. And then obviously uh, once the season starts, uh, I'll be doing a, a weekly podcast with uh, guests and everyone uh, and segmenting that. So um, cool. uh, <clears throat> to uh, finish it off, I just want to thank Reek and Pliss for coming on, guys. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. No problem. No problem. And, uh, and as always, everyone, uh, be kind to each other on and off the ice. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening in to the SPNHL podcast. Don't forget to check us on the website, www.the spnhl.com for all the latest sp news and happenings around the league and also click on the link to join our discord to be involved in the community